Welcome to Finding Holiness, where we delve into timeless Torah wisdom, revealing the sacred in everyday moments. Join us on a journey to elevate your spirituality and discover holiness in every aspect of life. I'm your host, Rabbi David Kadosh, and together, let's embark on a path of spiritual exploration. I hope you enjoy this next episode. We'll dedicate the Shul to the Nishmal, the two Nahalot, yeah? So we have Moshe ben Yaish and... <clears throat> just uh, so I, I did a, a little bit of extra research on what I spoke about yesterday about the whole Chachamim uh, waiting before Tfilah and after Tfilah. So it's, it seems to be that that's the reason why the Shir Shelyom and the Alenu Leshabeach was instituted into the Tefillah as a, as a reflection. And uh, that is our that is our reply. Now, now that you've prayed, okay, you get a chance to cl- still cling on to Akados Baruchu um, with your Shir Shalyom and Alenu Shabbat, which is also recognizing him as uh, as as the King of, of Kings, and that is in a way the uh, the Shehiyah of one hour of reflection that we spoke about the other day. Yeah. But the Shir Shalyom it says. So this is something that you're right. They still you should do it. But but again, why was it why was it placed there at the end of the tefillah? Why placed in the tefillah in the first place? Even now that we don't have right, so we can argue. Okay, it's in the tefillah because we don't have a bet amidah, so they wanted to do it. But why in that spot? So that's in a way like the uh, the uh, the last connection that we have. But okay, um, for those that don't know what I'm referring to, go listen to the podcast. I have it. Uh, I have it up there. We had a little discussion yesterday. But let's continue with some laws of Lashon Hara. We're on Klal Hay. And, um, no, sorry, here we are. We are Klal Dalid, Halacha Yud Aleph. This is a a very common situation that presents itself. Um, When someone wants to inquire about a business partner or a Shiduch, and uh, sometimes you have to reveal information about a certain person. Now, I want to know about this person. Is he a good guy for my daughter? Is he not so good? Or what about, uh, can, I, can I invest with this person? Can I not? Should I go into partnership with him? So, one should also be aware of an important principle regarding Lashonara. If, let's say, Reuven... In, is interested in bringing Shimon into his business. Kegon to hire him to do work, or partner with him, or make a shiduch with him, or anything similar. Then even if Reuven had not heard anything negative about Shimon, has no reason to think that Shimon is in any way going to be a bad business partner. It is allowed for Reuven to do his research and investigate by asking other people about what is Shimon's character and his dealings. Although it is possible that people might tell him in response some derogatory information about Shimon. It's still permitted for Reuven to ask. Why is it so? Because Reuven's 
interest in asking was for his own personal benefit. He wanted to protect himself from uh, entering into a business relationship or a, a marriage for himself or for his children. Because we don't want him to be forced into a situation which will lead into damages, which will lead into quarreling and to fighting and to disputes. And when you have a failed marriage or a failed business partnership. So therefore the Lashonara would not apply in this case. Ah, Nireli, it seems to me, however, that when making the inquiry, when Reuven is asking um, uh, Levi about Shimon, the one who's inquiring about, that the reason why he is uh, asking information is because I have a son and he has a daughter and I'm looking to make a shiduch, and that's the reason why I'm asking this information. Uh, or any other, I'm, I'm looking to become a partner with him, um, and the, you know, and, and therefore that's the reason why. Therefore, when you are uh, forthright in your uh, your introduction, when you're forthright with Levi about the intent of why you're asking him, then with no question, Reuven and Shum there's no possibility of him violating a prohibition. His inquiry is not a prohibition because it was not done with intent to disparage Shimon. But solely for his own benefit in mind. So here's a scenario here at the bottom. Scenario G. Your neighbor tells you about the young new assistant at his warehouse, complaining about the boy's intelligence, work ethic, and mode of dress. This same boy has been suggested as a shiduch for your daughter. Oh. However, if your neighbor isn't speaking for a constructive purpose, his words are lashon hara and you may not listen. By providing an, off, an audience, you are encouraging him to go on talking. You may, however, stop the speaker and let him know that you have a constructive purpose for listening. If the other conditions of to'elet, which we spoke about in the last few shiurim, are satisfied, he may relate negative information. Um, now, he does say, uh, parenthetically, Even though Reuven is allowed to ask Levi about Shimon to protect himself from harm, okay, he has to still be careful not to believe it as fact, um, the, the, what is containing the response, because he might be violating, accepting Lashon Hara. He treats it as a concern, to protect himself. Now he concludes his point. And also, when you are being forthright with Levi in your questions, he also avoids any prohibition with regards to Levi's response. Because if Reuven doesn't explain to Levi why he's asking, that the fact that he has a son and Shimon has a daughter, okay, then um, Reuven would be transgressing the prohibition of Now, however, if the, the, now that Levi knows 
Um, so again, the reason if you don't explain to him, Levi is going to re- say say lashon hara about Shimon and give uh, and say negative information, and you cause Levi to stumble. But now that Levi knows why he's uh, why he's asking, okay, even if Levi relates all of Shimon's failings, and who also bazei surgamken, Levi is not violating any prohibition. Because he doesn't intend in his response to disparage Shimon. He's just speaking the truth about Shimon. Because Reuven asked me for advice. He asked me for advice. So I'm giving him uh, my advice and what I know. As we explain elsewhere. It is halachically permitted to give information uh, when that information is needed to benefit someone. Ah, however, Levi, who is providing Reuven with the information, has to be very careful not to exaggerate the matter. And say anything more than he knows with certainty to be true. And there are other conditions that have to be met. Uh, before offering negative information. And we'll see later on in Klal number 9. Um, there is a Hagaha here, which we're going to see tomorrow. It's, it's very long. Not tomorrow, the next day. If Reuven speaks to Levi and asks him about Shimon, but he doesn't inform him why he's asking him, he doesn't tell him about the business partnership, or he doesn't tell him about the Shidduch, but instead, okay, uh, he pretends that he is a, a, a stranger and, and with no, no reason to need about Shimon. Curious. So that Levi will just provide him with an accurate uh, profile of, the, of this guy. Tell me a little bit about this guy. I want to know. Just, I don't know. What do you know about him? Just trying to get information from him. It seems very clear that Reuven is violating by causing Levi to stumble and say, Because by not telling Levi, you're causing Levi to violate the prohibition of when he responds with insulting facts about Shimon, even if the information is true. Like we explained way back in the beginning. Because all poskim agree that Lashonara prohibition applies even if the matter is true. Now a person is permitted to report um, negative information about his fellow only if he does so with the intent that his negative report, will produce a benefit for another person. And in our case, he'll expand on this later on, but in our case, that's what it is, the benefit for this potential business or this potential shiduk. If this is lacking, lo, it's not permissible. And it would be lacking if Levi didn't know why he's asking me the question. Even if it turns out that the report that Levi said produced a benefit for someone, the fact remains that when Levi said the information, he did it disparagingly. He wanted to disparage Shimon because he didn't know the real reason why Reuven was asking. Therefore, Reuven must ask Levi, uh, must tell Levi the, informa- the reason why he's asking about Shimon, uh, of his inquiry, otherwise 
Levi would be transgressing the uh, uh, Reuven would be transgressing the Fnei Iver, causing Levi to stumble and sin with Lashon Aro. Bezat Hashem. Next time we'll continue on the Hagav. What the Chafetz Chaim has to say uh, about this.